Hey, I'm Aubrey. And I'm Jordan. We want to welcome you to the Peace of Authenticity podcast. Please join in on the conversation. everybody what's going on welcome to a piece a piece it's just piece of authenticity this is the 10th episode jordan 10 we're in the double digits double digits it's getting real we can't stop now can't stop won't stop yeah sorry i just yawned (laughs) yeah Um, he was just i was like okay i know like it just you know just when a yawn hits you out of nowhere and then all of a sudden it's like oh super spiritual you gotta let it run its course yeah let me let me channel the spirit really quick and figure out what that yawn was all about i'm not tired it's just the lord had a purpose in it he does that actually (laughs) means not as much oxygen going to your brain but anyways i need more oxygen (laughs) yeah no but um anyway it's awesome welcome to to episode 10 we just thought that for this week, there's a lot going on in the world right now. Yeah, yeah. There is a lot going on. And so we just wanted to go before with everybody that's listening today to go into prayer and just kind of just see see what the Lord wants to do in, in the earth today. One main thing, too, is that we want you guys to be expectant because once we pray... Um, we don't really have a plan because we really feel like this, we want the Holy Spirit to do, um, what only he can do in this time. So if you're listening, like we just challenge you to be open, um, have your heart open and just be expectant for the Lord, um, to move in your life during this podcast, not because of anything Aubrey and I, I, Aubrey or I say, but because what the Holy Spirit wants to speak to you and to your heart. Yeah, absolutely. Plus, I think it's important that we all recognize the fact that a lot of times our last resort is often prayer when it probably should be the first thing. So yeah. on a Monday morning when the, when the podcast goes live, uh, or is it in the morning? I don't even know. It's at 10 a.m. 10 a.m. <laughs> 10 a.m. Hopefully, hopefully uh, if you haven't prayed by this point, here we go right we'll now. We'll so, <laughs> so join in. Join in with us this morning as we just go before the Lord and, and see what He wants to do today. Heavenly mm-hmm. Father, I just thank you for this opportunity, Lord. I thank you for everything that you're doing in the lives of everybody that's joining us on this podcast today, Lord. And we just humble ourselves today. Second Chronicles, the, the verse that everybody keeps tagging on Facebook says that if we humble ourselves and pray that yes. you will come and you will heal our land. And Father, right now, we just specifically lift up President Trump and and the First Lady who uh, have been posting on social media that they're battling with the coronavirus, Lord, I just pray that your your healing powers just come and just bring rejuvenation to our president, Lord. That that you uh, come and bring healing as only you can do. We just pray a swift recovery over them today, Father. Just come and and have your way. And Lord, as they as they are down, Lord, I just I just pray that that they get rest that they haven't had for a long time, Lord. That uh, I can't even imagine what it's like running the country 
as, as we see it and we all see the things that are posted on social media and the things that the media um, tells us. But Father, there's a lot of weightiness that comes with that responsibility. And so Lord, I just pray right now that you're able to rejuvenate our, our president, renew his mind. Lord, um, just be with him and, and the first lady as they are going through this time. And, and Father, for anybody that's listening today, I, I just pray that, that your hand be upon them today, Father, that, that your grace shines upon them, that they are that they are walking and fulfilling the plan and the purpose that you have specifically for them, for their family, Lord. Uh, come and have your way in their life right there as, as they're even listening right now, Lord. I just pray that your, your word declares that we're two or more gathered in your name, that you're in our midst. And so, Lord, I thank you for being here today. And Holy Spirit, I just ask for you to move in, in whoever's life is coming into agreement with us today. Lord, we, we love you. And we're just thankful for you. So come, be with us as we record this podcast today. Lord, have your way. Let let something come forth that ministers to everybody that tunes in. Not because of anything that we have to offer, but because of what you move and you say in the midst of our conversation today. So Lord, we love you and we're thankful for everything that you're doing in our land. Heal us, multiply us as only you can do. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Um, Something I was feeling for somebody out there, actually I think several people out there that we deal with, is we feel like we have an enemy um, that is a person Mm. around us. Uh, Maybe it's somebody at work. Maybe it's a frenemy even, somebody that acts like your friend, but you know things that they've said behind your back. And you feel like they're your enemy. And right now, I just want to encourage you with the fact that it is not the person that you are against. It is the spirit. Um, It says we do not battle against flesh and blood, that we battle against the principalities of the... uh, We have an enemy, I can tell you that right now, and it's not your frenemy, it's not your person at work, it's it's the enemy, it's Satan, and... um, Something Aubrey and I were talking about earlier is he just plays the same cards. He he's that yeah. he's that cocky that he doesn't even care. He's really not all that sneaky, guys. Like he uses the same things all the time. And so I just want you to be aware of that and I want you to decide today that you are going to forgive that person and only speak life over them and that you're going to speak against the spirit. And I think the Lord's going to make that clear to you what that spirit is, whether it's a spirit of fear over their life that they're lashing out, maybe it's a spirit of greed maybe it's a spirit of jealousy whatever whatever it is it is a spirit that you are battling it is not the person so switch your prayers switch yeah. your mindset um to praying for them for yeah. them to be delivered of that that was something i was really hearing um because when you're praying for the president aubrey there's no telling the word curse is spoken over that man and his family. Yeah. Guys, I cannot even put into words the spiritual battle that is going on over the president and his family. And so you have people, we've seen people on social media saying, see, that's right. That's what you get for not wearing a mask. I hope you die. We have literally seen that. There are words of death spoken over him 
hundreds of times a day. So we have got to be interceding for our president. I do not care if you're not a fan of his personality or anything like that, because the thing is the Lord has called him for such a time as this to lead our nation. Mm -hmm. And if, if we all believe we are one nation under God, then we believe that he was placed in that position for a reason. And we've got to pray over him. We have got to intercede for him and his family and the, the warfare that they're dealing with right now in this time. Yeah. When you, when you think about, the you think about the character of the Lord, and we we always mention Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. But for I know the plans I have for you, mm-hmm. we always say these things, but then we question. Well, I just don't know why this would happen. I don't know why that would happen. Um, we ask those questions for kind of a weird reason, because the only person that knows what's coming is is the man upstairs, right? Yeah. God God sees all, he knows all. So his plan for for Donald Trump was for him to become president in 2016. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he, he knows the future. He knows what's going to unfold from there. But the Bible also tells us that we're supposed to pray for those that are, that are lording over us, mm-hmm. right? We're, we're supposed to pray for... Our, our government officials, you know, the rulers of the land, I think, is, is kind of the lingo that the Bible uses. And, and so whether you like the person or not, you can still pray for them. But, you know, what you were saying about enemies, you know, we always try to put a face to our enemy. And I'm just as guilty as the next person. Yeah. But it's understanding, just like the Bible says, we, we fight not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers and, and the darkness of this world. So here we are. We all know this. We're all on the same page, but we still try to put a name. <laughs> yeah, we do. We still try to put a name to, to, what that, to what that looks like. And I think, I, I don't really know why, but I, you know, I think that there's, that there's that realization that this person is not really my enemy it's what they are operating in yes right that mm-hmm. we have to come to grips with the fact and say okay so i'm going to pray specifically for that person for um for them to be whatever you say um you know to be delivered from that or the realization of man th- this person keeps really hurting my feelings over and over again Lord, I did, I just pray that that you help you know help them realize their actions. Like it's not for me to walk around pointing fingers at everybody else. Mm-hmm. This is the time to um, what I wrote down earlier. It's time to get lost in God, get lost in His presence, get mm-hmm. lost looking to Jesus. And Aubrey, honestly, if we're looking to Jesus, then what people have said about us, what people have done to us, it seems small. It seems more insignificant. It almost will probably seem like you can just brush it right off your shoulder because when you look at the creator of the universe and what he's created you to do and your eyes are just on him, everything else fades away. Yeah. It it does. And this is the season to do that because the thing is what the Lord has called you to do, I'm feeling it, that there's forgiveness that you've got to step in with somebody And once you fully decide to forgive them, doors will open. The doors you've been praying for will open. Because the Lord, the Lord doesn't punish you like, oh, if you don't forgive so-and-so, I'm not going to open this door for you. Hmm. Our bitterness and our hurt and our pain and staying in that has 
kept these doors closed because you are looking at this thing. This thing has held you back and it's not what God has put in front of you. It's not anything like that. We stop ourselves from mm-hmm. certain things that the Lord has planned for us from walking into those. So I just, I want to pray over you right now. And I want you to think of that person in the forefront of your mind. And I want you to decide to forgive that person because what that person is doing is they're dealing with a spirit of fear. They are dealing with a spirit of whatever it is. The Lord might show it to you, the Lord might not. But the thing is, is that they are suffering and we've got to have compassion for everybody. Think about Jesus. He still had compassion for people after they whipped him, after they hung him on a cross, after they, you know, if we keep our minds and keep our eyes pointed to Jesus, everything's so much smaller and those doors are going to open for you. So let me pray for you. Lord, we just speak right now, God, that there is forgiveness in the room, Lord. And I just pray right now that whoever it is out there, Lord, that's listening to this, that needs to forgive their neighbor, forgive the person that has kept them in a, in the box, forgiven even the person that has spoke word curses over them, the person that has pretended to be a friend but is actually an enemy behind the scenes, God, whatever it is. We just speak right now that there is forgiveness for them. I just pray that you open the heart of this person that they will see you, God, that they will be saved, that we, in our forgiveness of them, God, that there is freedom for them, not just freedom for us, but freedom for them, Lord, that there are doors that are opening right now, God, that you are opening these doors that have been shut because of our unforgiveness, Lord. And so we just thank you for that, God. We open up to you and we look to you, Jesus, and you alone, that you are the author, you're the perfecter of our faith, and that we can speak right now, that we forgive the person that has hurt us, that we forgive the person that is just functioning out of fear, that we forgive the person that's way in our past that we haven't been able to forgive for years. We decide right now, God, that we are no longer bound by the hate. We are no longer bound by the bitterness. We are no longer bound by the pain anymore, God, that in your name we are free and in your name the doors are opening, God. And we thank you so much for what you're doing, Lord. And it's in your name we pray. Amen. 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 Yeah, I, I think that it's important for, for everybody that's that's listening today. Uh, there, there's that old saying, right, that, that unforgiveness is like drinking poison and expecting someone else to die. Mm-hmm. Um, I have seen so many people, and just like a personal story, I, I remember you know my mom, when, when she passed away, she had congestive heart failure, and from the outside... If you if you looked at at her physical body, mm-hmm. she was somebody that was in shape. She mm-hmm. ran all the time. You know, she she kept good care of herself. It wasn't one of those you know typical people that you would look at and and see, you know, that there was that there that there's health con, you know health mm-hmm. concerns. Yeah. there. she was in top shape and everything mm-hmm. like that. But I, I look at it like that because what was on the inside was what was broken. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times we, we look at we look at people and we and we try to be good on the outside, but when we're harboring that unforgiveness, it's not what's on the outside that's broken. It's not that, oh well, I just have to stomach being around this person just for a little while because it's what's on the inside that's broken and it's what's on the inside that's hurting you. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and it's not always visible and you might just be thinking, well, as long as I don't ever have to be around that person, I'm good. Yeah. Out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. But not like, really out of mind. Yeah. But. <laughs> but it's not there. The seed's always there. And and what I love 
what I love about how the Lord orchestrates things is it never fails that when when I'm around and, and I'm holding on to some offenses mm-hmm. towards somebody, the Lord will have it to where I'm like running into that person a lot mm-hmm. or, you know, uh, calling up, you know, they're calling me on the phone or texting me or something, you know what I mean? And like it, and it's just kind of like, man, I just really want to be left alone. If I didn't have to mess with this person, you know, life would be good. Yeah. But the reality is that as long as you're holding on to those seeds of unforgiveness, it's going to spew out into other areas as well. And, you know, like in, in my mom's case, it was like her her heart was was having issues. And therefore, when her heart started getting weaker, the other organs of her body got weaker as well to where, you know, her kidneys stopped working. She had to have dialysis and like all these other things mm-hmm. that were unfolding. But there was it always originated in the heart, just like uh, a lot of other things in your life will spread from that root of unforgiveness. Mm. And that's just something else that the Lord was showing me um, a second ago was just that our... I lost my frame of frame of mind. I lost my frame of mind. <laughs> Lord, play. Yeah. Frame, frame, frame of, of mind. Not that, that. It's... Sorry, that was that was the seat that just creaked. That was not what you might have thought. Okay, I wonder if they could hear that. That's funny. <laughs> if you didn't hear it, just don't. Please don't mind me. But I just... It's so important right now for us to get past the point of looking to the right or looking to the left mm-hmm. and looking to him. Um, I, I have admitted this many times, but the fear of man and what man thinks and man's approval has been very important to me my whole life. Yeah. Um, even in the smallest decisions that I make, if I back it up and I look at where it came from, it's fear of man. If it's something, because Aubrey, you and I have had conversations where I just put out the whole family because this one person, I don't want to upset this person, but I'm willing to put out you and put out, you know what I mean? It's just, it's this thing that I've been working on with the Lord and like opening my heart to him because fear of man will hold me back from so many things the Lord's called me to do. Because when you think about Jesus and think about some of the things that he was done, he, he did on earth. Jesus was savage to your everyday politically correct person that had, that deals with fear of man. Yeah. Like there's so many times where Jesus would say that. I'm like, dang, Jesus. What? Mm, wow. He don't care what people. Think. You yeah. know what I mean? He would just turn and be like, this is the truth. And I'm just going to say it. And it's not like saying it in like a mean way. Like, I don't care what you think. Like, not like that because Jesus had, he was full of compassion, full of love, but it's just the fact of his, his point in his whole meaning of life was to go about his father's business yeah to live for his father and to do what makes the father proud of him because he loved him it was relationship and it wasn't doing this and doing that to please god but it was being with god loving him so when you love somebody you want to do things for them not doing things to be loved and i think there's a fine line with that and I think that some there's some people that are listening right now that have been doing to be loved by God. But let me tell you right now, you're already loved by God. You could stop living for the Lord right now and go be a heathen and the Lord will still love you. And that does not give you leeway to do this. But I'm explaining how much God loves you. And that if you do things for somebody, 
that you love because you love them so much is different than doing, doing, doing to get the love. You can't get something you already have. Mm. And so I think if you open your heart to that today, it's going to bring you so much freedom that you already have the love of God. The most love he can ever give you is given to you right now, today, in this moment, at this time, and it will always be available to you. Yeah. And so just walking in that, walking in the truth of who you are and who you are as you're a son of God, who you are as you're a daughter of God, and that's it. Because we always try to put another, another adjective in front of that. Well, I'm a you know, whatever it is, whatever you do in life. Yeah. I'm a mom, but I'm also a daughter of God. Like, no, you're a daughter of God first. That's who you are. That's because if you function out of your true identity, that's when the freedom comes and fear of man gets smaller and smaller and smaller. Yeah. I, I think what what you talked about, we were talking about earlier before we started recording is, is like the, the difference of how we should be versus how we are. And and I think the two words that you used were uh, deflecting versus reflecting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the Bible tells us that when Moses would go into the tent of meeting, right, with the Lord, that he would come out reflecting the light of God. Like people knew that there was something different about him because he was reflecting who he just spent time with. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times... Like we're talking about, we're we're holding on on to that unforgiveness, and we end up deflecting mm-hmm. instead of reflecting the Creator. We are deflecting, and you know, like we were talking about Jordan and I. A lot of times, when you know you get into an argument as a couple, or you get into an argument as friends, or whatever, you're always pointing the finger at the other one, and you're always deflecting back at them like was like well you always do this and then the other one's like well you always do this and so then mm-hmm. it's just completely deflecting back at one another it's like a monstrous game of tennis it's like a spiritual game of tennis you know you're just going back and forth pop 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 you know mm-hmm. and, and like thing i think's funny about tennis is like the person hitting it will like they'll literally like yell they'll go ah like like you know before <laughs> they hit it and it's like that that's how arguments get it's like, well, you, you, because you did this, that's why I'm doing this. Well, I'm doing this because you did this. And so then it's just back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Mm-hmm. And, and you just constantly deflect, deflect, deflect. Mm-hmm. When God is basically saying, listen, I want to spend time with you so that you can reflect what I want you to reflect. And you don't have to worry about, well, if anybody comes at me, I'm just going to, you know, if they, if they come at me and say this, then I'm going to say this. You know, and already have that predetermined plan in there mm-hmm. that that says, "Well, I won't be caught off guard, so if this person does this, then I'm going to do that." You know what I mean? And then, so I think it's important for for all of us to to understand that God created us just as Moses when he would go into that tent of meeting and and he would meet with the Lord, the glory of the Lord would reflect off of him, would shine off of him. And that's what's important about us letting go of all that unforgiveness and spending time with the Lord is we begin to reflect his nature Mm -hmm. instead of deflecting our human fleshly nature and spewing it back at other people. Mm, That's so true. Sorry, I'm trying to find this verse that whenever you're talking, it just hit me. Um, it's so good. Um, oh, hang on. 
looking at, I'm looking at second Corinthians. It's just so good. I've got to find the, oh, here it is. Here it is. Okay. This is the passion translation and this is second Corinthians three, 18, just 18. Okay. We can all draw close to him with the veil removed from our faces and with no veil, we all become like mirrors who brightly reflect the glory of the Lord Jesus. Wow, my voice keeps doing that thing lately. <laughs> Sorry, Jesus. We are being transfigured into his very image as we move from one brighter level of glory to another. And this glorious transformation, transfiguration, sorry, comes from the Lord who is in the spirit. Mm. I just love that because um, a lot of us, one thing that we'll do, which I'm guilty of that because I'm an Enneagram 3. I think we'll go more in depth with the Enneagram later um, through some episodes. It's very interesting. It's a really awesome tool to figure out your personality. But um, I'm a 3. And one thing about 3s is we tend to reflect the person we're talking to so that we can connect. And that's all well and that's all good. But I've, I've seen so many people get lost in reflecting. Instead of looking at the Father and reflecting Him, we reflect others. Um, have you seen those people that literally will just become the person they're with and you'll see them be like five different people. And I don't think it's in a, a disingenuous way. Usually I think it's just our, um, our need and our want to connect with to others. Connect, yeah. And so we're willing to let go of who we are. Cause sometimes I don't think we realize that we don't really know who we are until we take that journey with God. And we just, the only reflection that we should be reflecting is the glory of God, like what I just read. Because then we're transfigured into glory from another glory from another glory with God and that we can just be like transformed in his image. Mm -hmm. And it's just the most beautiful. Like when I saw that scripture, I actually wrote a song about it because it just hit me so deep. And I think it honestly did because I didn't realize I was a three back then. But that's something I deal with reflecting on others and connecting with others and kind of like compromising in one way or another, my own, um, parts of me so that I can connect. But instead of just fully opening up to who I was made to be and that I don't have to apologize for that, that I can just be who the Lord created me to be. The closer you get to the Lord, the more clear you see and the more clear you see yourself when you look in the mirror. Um, and you see more of the glory of God like you were talking about Moses. Yeah. Well, and on. imagine having Moses' job, too. You know, like, coming into Egypt, you know, we all know the story. Coming into Egypt, splitting the Red Sea, you know, doing everything that he did. Wondering in, like, just wandering around in, in the in the wilderness with all these people. You don't You don't think that... Leading the entire you know nation of Israel, they weren't sitting here questioning every decision he made. You know, can't it, I I can't even imagine. Imagine if if Moses had a a people pleasing mentality, mm-hmm. he would have drove himself nuts. Mm-hmm. But instead, you know, the Bible tells us that he would build that tent on the outside of of the village or whatever you know the makeshift village that they would set up camp. And he would go and he would meet with the Lord daily. Mm-hmm. And that's what kept that reflection. And when um, it was so much of a, of a reflection that the Bible tells us that Joshua, right, who, who took over 
as soon as Moses passed away, Joshua took over leading the tribe. Joshua just used to hang out by the tent just so that he could get a little bit of what Moses had as he walked mm. out of the tent of meeting. Wow. So mm. that always let me know that that when when Moses took that time and he devoted that time to meeting with the Lord, that there was something that was so different about him. Yeah. That young Joshua was, you know, and you think about other characters in the Bible that did the same thing. You think about the relationship between Elijah and Elisha. You know, Elijah told Elisha to to leave. Like, stop following me, leave. And Elisha said, I'm not leaving until you bless me. You know what I'm saying? Like, like there was something different about these individuals. And the only, the main thing that they had in common was they both daily communed with the Lord. Mm-hmm. So they they both were reflections. They were reflecting off of God versus, I mean, you know, now Elijah had that spout with, with Jezebel and like all these other things. Like Elijah, Elijah did some cool stuff. But when you look at these two guys side by side, you're like, what is the, what is the main common denominator that set them apart? They both dedicated to that time of worship and prayer to the Lord and, and the Lord reflected off of them to the point where people wanted to be exactly like them. They had, they had disciples instantly and not because of anything that they did, but because of the radiation of, of God's presence that came off of them. Mm-hmm. And so when, when you sit there and you think about all these other things that are going, like you said early, very early in this podcast, it's like, you know, talking about going deeper mm-hmm. and talking about keeping our focus <clears throat> yeah. on God. One of the main common denominators of every main character that we can look at in the Bible was their focus was on that plan and purpose that God had for them. They knew what it was mm-hmm. and they weren't, they weren't going to move away from it. Mm-hmm. They weren't going to let anything keep them from walking out that plan that God says, hey, I have this for you. Go and walk in it. And they did. Mm. something that goes with that is whenever you spend so much time with God like we're talking about when you reflect you're sitting with him and you're connecting with him and Mm -hmm. so it's like he's a mirror and you reflect the glory you know of the Lord that people are going to be offended Um, not offended that you spent time with God because that's good we love that Mm -hmm. but sometimes do you you don't think Jesus was Jesus offended people with the things that he said he offended people every time he opened his mouth So I think we need to be open to the truth of this, that just because I've offended somebody doesn't mean I'm always wrong. Because sometimes I think we think that if we offended somebody, oh, I must have done something wrong. Oh, maybe I didn't say that right. What if he said it all right, but whatever is inside of them, maybe a spirit of fear came forward. How dare (laughs) they say that? (laughs) And can I tell you right now? Something that I'm really bad about. (laughs) So I'm telling myself. You don't have to explain why you do stuff. If the Lord's called you to do something, you don't have to turn around and be like, oh, 
Okay, guys, I'm sorry. Um, this might offend you. You might think I'm a little weird, weird but this is why. Like, sometimes, mm -hmm. do you think Jesus always explains, like, oh, well, guys, I'm so sorry. Like, I'm walking on water because you already headed out in the boat. And I was like, what? Oh, my God. And then God was like, why don't you just walk on the water? So, you know what I mean? We don't have to explain a lot of the stuff the Lord's calling us to do or the unctionings that we feel in the Holy Spirit to do. And that's something that I'm really starting to realize in this season is that I don't have to explain myself because when you have to, when you have that, um, almost that reflex to always explain yourself, that's functioning out of your fear. Fear, yeah. I shouldn't worry. I should worry so much more. Eh, I should only worry about what the God of the universe thinks of me and mm -hmm. says about me. Is he pleased with me? Yeah, if God's pleased with me, I'm sorry if you're upset at something I did, but God's pleased with me. And I'm not going to be hateful about it, <laughs> but I'm going to be confident yeah. Yeah. in what my God says about me. Yeah. All because you don't agree with me, that's not going to ruin my day anymore. Right. Well, everybody else can go fly a kite. You think about it. <laughs> I mean, that, that might sound rude, but it's, that's not what I meant. Um, what, what I'm meaning is, sorry, there's our flipping dogs are barking outside right uh, The FedEx right truck now. just drove by. Yeah, so... So anyway, we're 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 talking about people and and you know we're talking about all these things. Uh, I lost kind of my train of thought for a second. Through the bargain. But yeah, but I mean, you you think about Jesus, right? You, yeah. you think about ev everything that we do should be based off of should be based off of what what he's what he says to do and and everything like that. And so you, you're thinking about Jesus, and Jesus had twelve disciples. But you think about the few times that Jesus actually broke away and did other things, like broke away and went into the garden to pray. He didn't, he didn't sit there and say, okay, well, I need all 12 of you to come with me and pray. He said, no, Peter, James, and John, you come with me, right? And he, he, wasn't, he wasn't saying, okay, well, I, I need everybody to be on board with what I'm doing, he he specifically had those three that he poured into more. And imagine if he would have had people pleasing issues to where he was like, oh, well, what what are the other what are the other guys gonna think if I only take Peter, James, and John with me? You know, like it could have it could have been devastating to him. But Jesus knew his plan. He knew his purpose, and he took those along with him that he knew was supposed to be there. And so I think if we could encourage you with anything today, whoever's listening to this podcast, I I just pray right now that you know the purpose and the plan that God has created you to do and you're not limited by what everyone else thinks of you. You're not limited by what mistakes you might make when you say things a certain way. I just think that as long as you are pressing in to the God of heavens and earth that he is giving you, he's reflecting off of you. So as you begin to look more like him, it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. It doesn't matter what you're doing. Know your purpose, know your plan, know what he's doing in your life. And everyone else can either get on board or get out of the way. It's really that simple. So if you're listening today, I just want to close out in prayer and 
let you go on with the rest of your week. But Heavenly Father, I just thank you for each person that's tuning into this podcast today. Lord, I just pray that you draw them closer to you, Lord, as, as deep calls unto deep. I just pray that everybody that's listening in this right now as we're praying, Lord, that you just begin to show them the plan and the purpose that you have for their life. Give them things. Give them marching orders today, Lord. And and I even pray, Lord, that, that you draw them out of their comfort zone to a point that maybe some of the things that you're showing them today is is just completely uh, is completely out of their comfort zone. It's completely out of their realm of understanding. But Lord, you go before them. You prepare the way. Lord, and and your word declares that if you are for us, then who can be against us? So we don't look to the left or to the right. We we let go of the people-pleasing mentality that says that we need their approval because we don't, Lord. As long as we have your approval, that's all that we need. And you order our steps. You are the author and the finisher of our faith. So, Father, I press into you. I thank you for everybody that's listening. And I agree with them right now through your spirit, Lord, that they're going to begin to walk out that perfect plan that you have for them and their family starting today. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Well, guys, it's been awesome today. Um, I hope that you receive something from it. Yes, yes. And so, um, like we always say, make sure and rate this podcast. Let us know what you think. We would love to hear what you think. And we will be back next week for our next podcast. Yeah, yeah. We love you guys. Bye.